Gift Biz Unwrapped, Episode 77. People tend to talk about the glass half full or the glass half empty, and I look at it as you can always refill your glass. Hi, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Gift Biz Unwrapped, and now it's time to light it up. Welcome to Gift Biz Unwrapped, your source for industry-specific insights and advice to develop and grow your business. And now, here's your host, Sue Monheit. Hi there, I'm Sue, and welcome back to the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. Whether you own a brick-and-mortar store, sell online, or are just getting started, you'll discover new insight to gain traction and to grow your business. Today, I have joining us Merle Greenwich of Celebrate Sweetly. Celebrate Sweetly is a corporate and personal gifting and event company based in Thousand Oaks, California. Merle's passion lies in creating beautiful and thoughtful gifts that let the recipient know they are truly appreciated. She loves to create bliss one gift and one event at a time. Merle is a certified gift designer and has won nine design awards over the past five years at the National Gift Basket Convention. She's also an ambassador in the Greater Conejo Valley Chamber of Commerce. Merle is married and the mother of three young ladies. She loves the ocean, listening to jazz music, and would be happy to simply sit by the beach and read all day. And Merle, I'm going to join you. But for now, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sue. It's such a thrill to have this time to spend with you. I feel exactly the same. I'd like to start out by having our listeners get to know you in a creative way. And that is by having you describe your motivational candle. So if you were to picture the ideal candle, what color is it and what would be the quote on that candle? Oh, so you know for sure that candle will be bright orange and the quote on that candle would be gratitude because I try to live in the spirit of gratitude and I think when we start anything with gratitude, the rest of the world just seems a little better. So that would be a bright orange candle and the words would be big, bold gratitude. And that totally aligns with the whole business that you're in, right? Gifting and giving back and creating bliss and all of that all together. It works really well together. Yes, indeed. How long have you been in business, actually? You know, I say I've been in business for maybe seven to 10 years on paper, but I've really been delving into the business maybe in the last five, really looking at it as more than a hobby and more of a business in the last five years. Okay, wonderful. So you made the transition. You were doing this on the side because it was enjoyable. You liked it and then officially made the jump and decided, okay, this is going to be a formal business. Yes. So I was home with my girls for the longest while and all the while I was still doing events and uh, making gifts for friends and family and everyone around me just kept started saying, why don't you turn this into a business? This is great and you really need to be getting paid to do this. So I made the transition and started seeking and looking out for more clients outside of my friends. And here we go. Five years later, we're a viable business here in the Canal Valley. So for people who are in the position that you were in five years ago, what were the deciding factors? Part of it, of course, I can hear from your story was passion. You decided that you really wanted to do this. But was there like a line in the sand or something that said, okay, I'm flipping the switch from hobby to business? 
Well, I tell you, Sue, you know, I've always been a creative person and I've always loved doing things. And I, I always tell people, you know, I, I was the kid who in the family who I knew everybody's birthdays, knew all the celebrations, made sure everyone got a gift, a card or a message somewhat. So it's always been a part of what I do. And when I started getting business, it became very clear that I could not sustain or continue doing the business at home if I wanted to grow and do any big orders. So I really had to think through and with my husband's support, really go out and make the decision that this is no longer a hobby. The kids are a little older, they're all in school, and I'm going to do this full time because I really love doing this. It's just a way of life for me. And so how did things change then? Well, I was working from home up until almost a year ago. Things changed because I was getting more orders. People, it was mainly from word of mouth friends telling other friends about our business and starting to do more events, doing weddings, doing some corporate events, and at the same time also doing gift baskets, not just for individuals. You can do five to 10 small gift baskets for a friend or a small company, but when you have to do 100 to 200 gift baskets, it's a whole different experience where you need to have the space to carry the inventory and to get it done. So I had to really make that decision out of the fear and just do it. Got it. All right. Well, as we were talking about earlier in the week, and I'm just going to share with the audience what we were talking about, Merle and I were on the phone actually on another topic, and she shared with me, well, let me back up. She is like the queen of events, everybody, so get ready for this. But we were talking about a special event that she just did last month, and as she continued talking about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, Merle, we want to share this. Will you come on the podcast? And of course... She said yes. So I really want to dive in and have you talk about this event and how you created it and how it evolved and just talk a lot about for people who are looking at doing events, how they could create something like this. So let's start with you specifically talking about what the event was and what the purpose of the event was. So Sue, in talking about creativity, the first thing the event is called the only holiday in August. And that's because there really is no holiday in August. And this came about two years ago when I decided that I needed to do something to help grow my business. And I knew that I needed to get into the corporate market. And the only way to do that was to really let people know about me, know what it is that we offer. And I figured, let's throw a party. My first thought was to do Christmas in July, but that was kind of done and a little tired. And I really needed to do something different. So I looked at the calendar for the dates and it just... It was like a eureka moment when I thought, oh my gosh, the only holiday in August, because there is no holiday in August. Right. I knew that I had to do it on a big scale and I wanted to have a big party. So I started looking at who could I partner with? I wanted to have it at a hotel. So my first uh, step was to contact one of the local hotels and give them my idea. They were very excited, thought it was a great idea and were very happy to work with me. Then I started looking at which vendors would I want to have involved in the event. I thought of who do I do business with, who has products that the invited guests would enjoy. And it's a party, so we need to have some music, some entertainment. So I started piecing together my dream team, as it were. And we put on the first event in 2014 at a local Sheraton hotel. And it was actually a lot of fun. And then we showcased some of the gifts that we offer, showcased some of our 
event design from our table settings and really gave people a fun, fun, fun evening to come out to. And it was a very successful event with new clients and just a lot of word of mouth people talking about it. So we thought, you know what, this is going to become our standard every year. We're going to put on a holiday in August and get people out there to learn about the business and to get a feel for what it is that we do and also get some ideas for their gifting and for their own holiday events. Wonderful. Okay, so there's a lot in here. I want to back it up. <laughs> back it up. That was yes. like a quick whole summary of everything. Yes. All right. Yes. So, so your initial goal with this, and so Gift Biz listeners, anytime you're going to do something big like that, you're doing it for a purpose. You don't just do an event to have a big party just to have a lot of fun. You're doing it for a purpose. And Merle was talking about the fact that she felt that if she was growing her business, she wanted to attract more corporate sales. So, okay, so that was your goal, corporate sales. Then you went to the hotel. Who did you meet with specifically in the hotel in terms of what department was it? And two-part question here, what did the hotel then see as the value for them to be willing to host your event? I met with the director of sales and what the hotel saw for the value was number one, getting an audience in their space. So, so exposure to other businesses for yes. their hotel. Okay. For their hotel. And then they provided the appetizers as well. I almost forgot to mention that. So people got to taste the food that the hotel was offering. So in a sense, they wanted the businesses to come and experience their hotel. If you wanted to have an event there, this is what the space could look like. And this is what you could possibly have for your food at the event. So they saw that as value, but they didn't have to go out and seek and look for the clients to bring in, this was going to be available to them at the event. How did you choose which hotel you were going to approach first? You know, I had met one or two people from the hotel through my networking group. So that was the first I went with a warm call. I felt I'd start with somebody you already know or know at least a little bit who might be open to hearing your ideas. Right. So that's how I that's that was my first inkling was to start with somebody that I'd already met and say, Hey, this is what I'm thinking of doing and I wanted to present it to you first before talking to somebody else. And they jumped on it right away and, and they were fantastic. They even offered a raffle prize a weekend stay at the hotel. So it was a great partnership for both of us. Wow. Then I looked at some of the other vendors. I had a, a local DJ who was a friend of a friend and he was very excited said yes I'll do it because he looked at it as if people get to hear my music they might need to hire me for their wedding or for their event as well so everyone who came on board found there was some value in it for them and that's what I think was great about the event because it wasn't me putting on a party and paying out every single vendor but the vendors understanding the value and saying yes we're on board we want to be a part of it for your time and coordination and all of that, you know, putting it all together, did you have any additional out-of-pocket expenses? I had a little bit of out-of-pocket expenses just for, I, I did a very fun giveaway to all the guests who came to the event. And then, of course, I also put together my designs to showcase at the hotel so people could see some of what it is that we do. And then one or two of the vendors, I had to purchase the items specifically because they were new to me and I didn't want to on the very first interaction, ask them for trade. But a lot of the other vendors that we did last week, we had three different bakers who bake some amazing desserts that we offered at the dessert bar that we put on. We had a DJ and we actually had a live band as well, a local live jazz band that performed. 
we had a photo booth, a new photo booth company that came on board and said, yes, we'd love the exposure. And even the photographer was a new up and coming photographer and she offered her services. So she would have photos for her portfolio and then I would have access to promote it as well. So it was a win-win for everyone involved because we were all still having the conversation on all social media and um, it's been great. Wonderful. All right. So now I have a number of questions for you from this. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to us a little bit about how you got people to attend. What was the plan there? So the plan was to start start with who you know, and that's always the first place to go. So I started through the chamber because I I am a member of my local chamber. So I started with invitation. I did a social media blast. I created a Facebook page, the only holiday in August, and directed people to the website where you could click on, you know, it was a one click that would get you a ticket. And it was a free complimentary event, but I let people know we wanted them to RSVP. So we had an idea of the numbers and then ask all the vendors as well to send the information to their friends and invite them to the only holiday in August. Then I sent an invitation through MailChimp to my mailing list and invited people to attend the event as well. The key was trying to get a few people, at the very least, a few people to RSVP. So we had a little bit of an idea who was coming because, you know, people might RSVP, but they might not necessarily be able to show up on that evening. So it was a just getting everybody to spread the word, as it were. Right. So you did that through the Facebook page, also emailing your list, having vendors get it out to their communities as well. During all of that, did you start collecting any email addresses so that you'd have a list and a way to contact any of them afterwards or no? Yes. When you clicked on the link to RSVP, it sent you to a page that asked for your email information. So we have that data collected so we can follow up with them. I forgot to mention that we got a little write-up at the start of the month in one of our local magazines about the event. Here's one thing that you got to keep in mind, which is so important, is to always have a tie-in. And my tie-in was that we were going to have a raffle with 12 gifts only. And the proceeds from that raffle will be going to a local charity. So that tie-in allowed the magazine to give us a little write-up on the event. And that was also a great way to get the raffle items in and also highlight what we were going to be raffling off. And all the raffle prizes were donated as well. So the tie-in was specifically to attract, well, to attract people there, but then also to get PR on the event. Yes. Got it. Let's go back. If someone is looking at doing an event like this, when should they start thinking about it? How far out do you start thinking, getting a hotel, starting to get your vendors? How long does it take to pull something like this together? Well, that rushed and crazy, but in the right way. I would say at the very least six months. If you know what you're going to be doing, plan it out. You know, better to be planned out and organized ahead of time than to try to rush and pull something together. Things will change, you know, closer to the date. But at the very least, start out, if you're doing it in the summer or in the fall, start out early in the year. So the hotel can also put it on their calendar. And then you want to pick a time when it's not also not too busy, where people will be more inclined to work with you. So I say give yourself a good six months to kind of map it out and then break it down as you move forward with your timeline. But six months is a good starting point. Let's talk some more about the raffle. How did you pull that together with people submitting? So you said you were only going to have 12 prizes. And talk us through the whole raffle, like how much did tickets cost, all of that. The raffle was really, I mean, I was, I would tell you that I was blown away. And I only thought I wanted to do 12 gifts to kind of 
play on the 12 days of Christmas. And then I just reached out to a few friends and or just actually mentioned it to a couple of people, business people in this ideas I'm in the hotel donated a weekend stay for two plus a, I think a $50 gift certificate to the restaurant for dinner. So that was a huge ticket item. We also had the photographer donated a mini photo session. I uh, had a company that makes incredible furniture donated one of their chairs and a gorgeous mirror. Wow. Which, um, These which, are not which small is, prizes, Marley. They were not small prizes. And the tickets were only $5. You're coming to a free party. Think about giving a little something back. And the tickets were 5 bucks. And I also donated, I made one or two gift baskets that we raffled off as well. We had some wine. I, we anyway we had a, a nice beautiful selection of gifts we had a gorgeous floral centerpiece that we displayed at the dessert bar which was raffled off as well and with with a gorgeous wooden box just really really nice raffle prizes so people were more than happy to purchase a few tickets to go towards the cause sure and so upscale all the way obviously you're talking a little bit about the floral arrangement can you give us a feel for the decor of the room, how it all looked when people walked in. When people walked in, we had a we had a flow. So we had the inside and an outside. The hotel has this gorgeous patio, and my idea was to do a boho bohemian type theme party because we really wanted to have a party and not have it be so holiday. Because honestly, people don't want to flick that switch till after Labor no, Day to think about the holiday. Way too early for that. Way too early. <laughs> so and wouldn't you know, the patio had all orange seating. So we dressed it up a little bit with some vases. We threw on some blankets and some pillows and had that whole outdoor, a very, very fun thing. And then, I don't know about you, but I love the color in my spare time. So we had a coloring art wall. When you walked in that you could just go to the wall, we had Sharpies, we had coloring pencils. It was called, we called it the Color Your Event. And you could do some coloring on that wall. Then we had a photo booth that you could take some photos outside. Then when you walked in, we had a wine set up. And I should say, we were so fortunate. One of our local wineries donated their time and the wine to our event. It was Vina Alegre from Paso Robles, and they poured the wine at the event. So when you walked in the room, you had a very kind of a, a, a fun, not too overly decorated, but a very fun party atmosphere with some cocktail tables we went as i said with the boho theme so it was very colorful we had some blue and orange and a little bit of yellow on the dessert bar which was kind of like our showpiece when you walked into the space then the one side of the room had all the different gift designs and ideas so we had a party and it wasn't a hard sell we weren't knocking people over the head to say come and buy from us we it was really come in have a good time and by the way this is what we do and here are some ideas that you might consider for your events or for your parties so were you one besides the other vendors who were providing music and flowers and baked goods etc were you the only product that was there with in terms of the gift basket portion Yes, yes, absolutely. Because and and what it was with some of my vendors are gifts, uh, products that I carry in my baskets. So it was letting people know. By the way, this is what we have in some of our gift baskets. So it was just a great collaboration for myself and for the vendors that I worked with. Yeah. So gift biz listeners, think about this. Many times when you're doing events like this, it's going to be more craft show or trade show type thing where there's vendor after vendor after vendor. 
Merle put together her own unique show all unto herself where she was the focus for the gifting portion. Of course, all the other services were there and available to show their presentations, floral, bakery, etc., as well. But there's nothing saying that you couldn't do something very similar to what Merle's done regardless of what your product is. So that's one of the reasons I thought this was going to be so good for the podcast, Merle, is because this is something that anybody can do. They don't have to wait for someone else to put something like this together. Absolutely not. And I mean, most of the vendors weren't even there. They literally just dropped off their product. And what I did was I did a lot of social media tagging ahead of the preceding the event. I would put up a photo or just tag them and say, wow, so-and-so is going to be providing some amazing popcorn. We had I think six varieties of popcorn <laughs> at the event. We had some incredible desserts from a company out in Santa Barbara called Michelle's Tesora. So I was highlighting everyone throughout the course of the week ahead of the event. So they didn't, they weren't even there. There were maybe one or two vendors who were at the event themselves because they had other prior commitments, but they still found the value because they knew they were going to be promoted and we're still promoting them as these are the products that we carry in our gift basket. So it was a celebrate sweetly event, we did profile and highlight all the vendors who supported the the event as well. Wonderful, because the point, the whole point is for everybody to to see success from the event. Yes. And so did you then get up at some point and welcome everybody? Or how is the host? Did you handle the reception? So I had the DJ do most of the work to start off the evening to get us everybody into the party mode. And then at a certain point, then I got up and I welcomed everybody again. And I thanked them all for coming. I thanked all the vendors for participating and just to let them know this is who we are. This is what we do. We're your local gifting experts. We can help you with all your customized gifting. We can deliver and ship for you. And just basically, if you have any events coming up or gifting needs, we're here to help you with that. And it was really thanking my, I had quite a number of my clients who came and some people who I didn't know as well. So just connecting with people. And you know, the main thing is basically that you may have the most amazing products out there, but if people don't get to know you and connect with you on that personal level, they don't really trust you enough to do business with you. So I really wanted people to come and get a feel for what it is that they would be getting if they were to ask us or work with us on any level, whether it was for their gifting or for the events. Well, they see the quality that you put out, not only in the event, but then the product and the whole package. And they get to meet you in person too, the owner of the business. Yes. And I tell you, the feedback, it's still it's still rolling through and, and it's been great. I think we've already booked two holiday parties from the event and a few people saying, well, you know what? I hadn't even thought about my holidays, but I'm now thinking of my holiday gifts. Thank you. I now have some ideas of what it is that I want to do. So it was a good event and the timing was also right. Perfect. Wonderful. Question, about, this is the second year or third year you're doing the event? This is, the, this is the second year I'm doing it. This is the second year. So you're starting yes. to get some momentum in terms of people anticipating that this could be something that is done annually. Well, I will tell you, somebody already posted <laughs> in, <laughs> short, shortly after the event that this is going to be the annual event not to miss. That if you miss this year, make sure you don't miss it next year. So that was a really nice testimonial. And the nice thing is that, you know, we, we have worked with two different hotels so far. So I have to, I'm going to look and see which hotel we want to approach for next year, because I think it's a great opportunity to work in a different space. It's a blank canvas every time. And that's the most exciting thing for me. And something new and something fresh then for other people too. So they'll keep coming back year after year. Yes, absolutely. 
Was there anything that went wrong or any challenge that you had through the whole event, either from planning or the night of or anything that happened that you could share by way of education for people putting on an event? Well, I will tell you, you know, with every event, there's always something that's not going to necessarily go your way and you just need to be prepared for it. Prepare as best as you can and handle the issues when they come up. And I think the one thing that I would have loved that didn't happen was to have had somebody just handling the social media, try to get somebody there to just strictly just make sure they were posting on Facebook and posting on Instagram and maybe 24 hours before the event, uh, both parties fell through. So that was a bit of a glitch that, okay, now we have to work through. So basically, I was trying to tell as many people as possible through the course of the evening. If you're taking photos, please make sure you're tagging us on Instagram if you're or tag us on Facebook. And so that's the backup to the backup didn't work out that night. But I think we still got some traction on Facebook. And the main thing is that, you know, as I said, things will go wrong. And you just need to be prepared for it, just prepared to the best of your ability. And then you handle the situation as it comes through and just roll with it. Move as you need to based on what happens for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Did you have a hashtag for the event? The hashtag was the only holiday in August. Wonderful. So Gift Biz listeners, go look and see. I'm sure there's some pictures up there that you could find. Instagram and Facebook, you're saying? Probably more Instagram with hashtags, but... Yes. Okay, wonderful. So a great place for people to kind of get a peek as to what was. What are you anticipating in terms of changing for next year? Well, for next year, we're going to look at a different location, as I said. Mm -hmm. Secondly, for sure, getting somebody on board with social media early so that they're working well ahead of the event. We did have some photographies. We had some great photos and we're actually getting a short video put together as well. So we'll be using that as part of our marketing for the next year to to see which vendors we're going to pull in this time and um, really work on getting that component because I think that's a big piece of it to get in more people to come out to the event. Sure. And I love the fact, Merle, that you could answer that so quickly. You know, so many people <laughs> will run events and then afterwards it's like, whew, it was done. It was successful. High five. Everybody celebrate. And then you don't do that debrief. What could we have done better? How could we make this easier? How can we make it different? And here you just rattled off three things really quickly <laughs> of what you're going to be doing for next year. So that is the sign of a real pro. So love, love, love hearing that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you have to always think you know right the way I look at it basically when you're at the event it's already done you're already moving ahead to thinking okay what could we change how can we make this better what can we do differently and just really thinking as to the next step because you know you always have to improve on the last time I already know some of the components I'm adding for next year so I'm excited about that Uh and you're keeping them secret I presume I'm not going to share. <laughs> not yet, anyway. There you go. Well, some of us might have to fly out to California and check it out. You never know. <laughs> I hope you do. That would be great. Yeah. All right, Merle, we're going to roll now into our reflection section. This is a further look at you and just different types of things that you do that might clue some of our listeners of how they can do other things better, see some things in themselves that they hadn't thought about before, etc. You've already talked about the fact that when you're little, You were always the gifter. You always knew people's birthdays. You were always making sure that they had something special. Is there something else that you can think of, some other trait that you have that has helped you to be as successful as you are with your events and with your business? I think the number one trait that I would highlight is the fact that I'm a very optimistic person. People tend to talk about the glass half full or the glass half empty. And I look at it as you can always refill your glass. 
And why don't you think if your glass is already overflowing? So I always try to focus on the things that I can control. And I try not to worry so much about the things that I don't have any control over. So it helps me not to fear too much into worrying and really try to focus on this is working or also just coming to things with that gratitude. I think that gratitude about everything and just really looking at everything as an opportunity to learn and to grow. I think that helps me. Is there a tool or something that you're using through the course of your day that helps you stay on task and organize the events or else create balance in your life? Oh, my number one tool is Darren Hardy. I start my day every single morning, five minutes, listening to Darren Hardy. And it's darrendaily.com. It's inspirational. It just gets my day going. It starts me off with, with a thought. I encourage everyone to look him up. He used to be with Success Magazine and he started this darrendaily.com and it really gives you tips. And sometimes, you know, he gives you some hard questions to think through, but that's how I start off every single morning. Process something and think about, okay, what am I going to do differently today? How am I going to improve today? Sometimes he gives you a list of questions to answer or three things to write down or five things. And every single morning, that's the first thing that goes off on my phone is a text message from darrendaily.com. Wonderful. So you go in and you registered or something so that now it comes to you every single day. So you don't, it's not like you're going to forget because it's coming to you each day. Every single morning. Yes. So just go to darrendaily.com and sign up and you'll be getting those text messages. If you choose text messages or emails every single morning and it's only five minutes. Perfect. Fits in with your day. No excuses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. And have you read a book lately that you think our listeners would find value in? Okay, so I'm going to tell your listeners this right now. And don't even walk, just run and order this book as soon as you can. It is called Chop Wood, Carry Water. And it's by a young gentleman named Joshua Metcalf. And I had the pleasure of meeting Joshua back in January. And Sue, needless to say, after his presentation, I not only ordered a book for myself, I ordered 12 copies and I ordered a copy of every single one of his other books. And you need to read this book. It's Chopwood Carry Water, How to Really Fall in Love with the Process of Becoming Great. And he talks about how everybody wants greatness, but nobody's willing to do the work that it takes mm. to be great. And that whole notion and the, the, you know, it's a beautiful, it's a very easy read. I bought one for all my daughters and my nephews and nieces, and it's a great read. It's called Chop Wood, Carry Water. And it's really focusing on the little things that you can do every single day to achieve greatness. Wow, that sounds really interesting and very valuable for all of our listeners for sure. And Gift Biz listeners, just as you're listening to the podcast today, you can also listen to audiobooks. Don't know if Chopped Wood Carry Water is available on audio, but you can certainly go check that out. If it is available, you can get an audiobook for free on me if you already haven't done so. All you need to do is go to giftbizbook.com and make a selection. Okay, Merle. We are going to have all of your social media links, your website on our show notes page. But if someone wanted to reach out to you in just one place, like what's the best social media site that you would direct them to? That would be ooh, our Facebook page. I mean, I, I, we do a lot on Facebook and on, on um, Instagram. So it would be Celebrate Sweetly on Facebook. Okay. And now I would like to invite you to Dare to Dream. I would like to present you with a virtual gift. It's a magical box containing unlimited possibilities for your future. 
So this is your dream or your goal of almost unreachable heights that you would wish to obtain. Please accept this gift and open it in our presence. What is inside your box? Ah, so it's a lovely Tiffany blue box. And I open well, up the box. Well, first explain to everybody why it's Tiffany. <laughs> well, it's Tiffany Blue. <laughs> so Tiffany Blue is is just a gorgeous color, which which is luxury. It's it's gorgeous. It's just quality, and I just love the color. And it is my brand color, and I really I love the color. I wear it a lot, and I use it in everything that I do. Basically, our message is that we bring you the Tiffany experience. Because when you see Tiffany, you think quality, you think high end, you think luxury, and that's how I approach the business. So it's this gorgeous box. I open the box and the first thing I see is a pair of ruby red slippers, just like Dorothy's from The Wizard of Oz. And there's a card in there that says you've always had it. So I think in terms of limits that the only limits are the ones we really set for ourselves. And if we don't think about the limits and really get past the fear I have an 11-year-old daughter who keeps me on my toes every single day because when she gets the answer no to anything, her first question is, why not? So I listen to that very carefully and try to incorporate that in everything I do. Why not? So I try not to set too many limits. And the first big step we've made is to move into a studio space. And we're very excited about the possibilities and where we're going to be going from here. So I see that box. I see that message. And it says you've always had it. So dig deep and go for your highest dreams. There is no question, Merle, that you have it, girlfriend, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you <laughs> can hear, you. I mean, just with you throughout our whole conversation from the initial message of the candle, your optimism and pulling everybody together with an event, just the fact that you are optimistic and you've always had it. What could be a better message for us, particularly as entrepreneurs? You know, it's not very easy a lot of the times, but to have the right attitude really can get you through. And to think that you always have it is fabulous. I absolutely love that. Oh, thank you, Sue. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your taking the time, Merle, and being willing to come on the show and share everything that you have about the event. And I'm pretty sure we've inspired some people to maybe get themselves thinking about possibly doing an event for themselves. Once again, thank you, and may your candle always burn bright. Thanks, Sue. Have a great day. You too. Where are you in your business building journey? Whether you're just starting out or already running a business and you want to know your setup for success, find out by taking the Gift Biz Quiz. Access the quiz from your computer at bit.ly slash giftbizquiz or from your phone by texting Gift Biz Quiz to 44222. Thanks for listening and be sure to join us for the next episode. Today's show is sponsored by the Ribbon Print Company. Looking for a new income source for your gift business? Customization is more popular now than ever. Brand your products with your logo or print a happy birthday Jessica ribbon to add to a gift right at checkout. It's all done right in your shop or craft studio in seconds. Check out the ribbonprintcompany.com for more information. After you listen to the show, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to jump over and subscribe to the show on iTunes. That way you'll automatically get episodes when they go live. And thank you to those who have already left a rating and review. By subscribing, rating, and reviewing, you help to increase the visibility of Gift Biz Unwrapped.
great way to pay it forward, to help others with their entrepreneurial journey as well.